0: Live from NextGen Studios, this is The Sports
1: Page. Welcome to The Sports Page, and thank you for listening. The Sports Page is brought to you by the Christ Geo Media Network, your inspiration station. Visit our website at Christgeo.com. And to become a member of excellent Christian entertainment, education, and worship, visit our website or download our mobile app today to begin to enjoy the benefits of your Christ Geo membership right away, ChristGeo.com. We're the intelligent Christian alternative to mainstream media. Again, thank you for listening to the Sports Page. Follow us on social media at Sports Page Radio. I'm Ashton Nix here with Chris Robb. How are we doing today, Chris? I'm
0: pretty good. How about you?
1: You know, it's, it's the beginning of a week right now when we're recording this. So, right it, you know for a Monday it's pretty good mm-hmm. uh, It's, it's yeah. not bad and you know we have a, a really big show or, or at least a lot of information to talk about a lot of different things we want to give our take on and first off you know out at the bat obviously going on in the world right now we have things going on with Russia and Ukraine Russian the Russian invasion of Ukraine and we're not going to get real political. Although I think it's pretty unanimous where most Americans set with uh, with this situation, but we're going to give our sports take on it and talk about again a embarrassment for Russian sports uh, involving FIFA now after you know the Winter Olympics just passed. Right. Uh, we'll get into NFL free agency, more specifically quarterbacks. We'll talk about a couple of quarterbacks. The situation they're in and where we think they're going to uh, what situation they're in what, what we think is going to happen whether they move on um, actually in a free agency or they stay with their teams um, and obviously we have to mention the the mlb lockout and kind of where we're yep. sitting with that uh, we won't get a whole lot into it and i'll explain why in a little bit but First, I want to talk about something. It's kind of a story that's been going on ever since the All-Star break. A couple interviews with LeBron James, and now it's really gaining a lot of traction. Mm-hmm. LeBron James says he wants to play on the same team as his son here in a few years. And, you know, obviously that it's not just a, one comment he made. He's mentioned it multiple times. Real serious about wanting to play for whatever team that is. And, you know, I'm looking at some of his stats and rankings where he's at. I'm not so sure he can play in the NBA. What do you, have you, uh, LeBron James Jr., his son, LeBron James Jr., who right now is a senior at Sierra Canyon School in Los Angeles. Yeah,
0: um, I feel like he's just—he's gonna get in just solely off his name. He might not even be, you know. I mean, I've watched him. He's—he's—he's he's, he's very talented. He's good. He can shoot. Um, he's very athletic for his height, but you know, he's not the 6'9", 280 that LeBron is. Um, I think he can probably get a shot just off, of, you know, solely off his name. And and really, if you think about it, if LeBron wants. You know, to play with his son, then whoever signs, you know, Bronny gets LeBron in his farewell tour. So, I mean, that's, you know, that's also something to look at. But I'm not, you know, I'm not sure. I, I, I think, I think he can at least play a season in the NBA.
1: And that's why I chose my wording carefully. I think he will yeah. play in the NBA. Mm-hmm. But if he wasn't LeBron James Jr., he's ranked 34th. Mm-hmm. in high school players, in his class, in the nation. And that's nothing to balk at. I mean, I was yeah. ranked 12th for my high school basketball team because there were 12 of us playing. <laughs> uh right. I mean, being 34th in the country, not, I mean, he's going to be a star college player, I believe. But if he right. was, you know, we're not talking about being 34th coming into the draft, which would, You know, make you, you know, forget LeBron James, forget bringing in LeBron James if you draft him, which are, you know, obviously obvious factors in this. But you would be pushed to the second round being drafted, being the 34th ranked player, maybe move up to late first round. Yeah. But we're talking about just in his class. And and again, he's he still has this year to play. He still has one year in college to play. Things can change. He can obviously move up. Yeah. But no, you you're absolutely correct. Even if LeBron James isn't a superstar, talented player in a few years, which he you know probably still will be. He's he's still doing really good now. It's he's not a trump. He's not a chump. Although he's not what he used to be in his prime. But right. who is? And you just think the notoriety, the, the ticket sales, the jersey sales. If you have the number one, I don't know that he's going to go number one overall. That would be a big no, risk for, for yeah, again, yeah, again, for LeBron's farewell tour, whatever. Uh, that's going to mean you have ticket sales and, and jersey sales for that year. You you know, I mean, you can sell LeBron James jerseys forever. You know, right? I mean, exactly, yeah. you're going so, to uh, go to, the, still go to the, the exactly Washington. Yeah. Wiz- that's what I said, Washington Wizards <laughs> website. Go right now and tell me how long it takes you to find a. Uh, and Michael Jordan jersey, he played there right. for a couple, and he was effective there to an extent. He he had some good yeah. games, mm-hmm. uh, but how high how high can he go? And, and again, there's a lot to process here in the next few years. He can improve his game. He's he's a really good player. I'm not,
0: and he could probably hit a little growth spurt too, as far as he can yeah. Get he,
1: a, and that was another thing. He's six two. Or. Yeah, he's six two. That's that's really short in NBA terms. Yeah, uh, to be. Powerful, you're talking about he's a point guard, maybe a shooting guard. Mm-hmm. And uh, but as of right now, ranked 34th in your class, where assuming he kind of stays ranking wise where he is, how high can he go? Will a team give up essentially the first round to draft him to get LeBron? Get
0: LeBron. I for think so, one
1: year, yeah, uh, depending I on the situation. I-
0: yeah, I think so. I think in two years, LeBron will probably be, I mean, he'll still probably be a top 15 player, you know, the way he takes takes care of his body. He's top five right now. So he'll probably be like around the top 15, top 20 range. So, you know, that's still, he'll still be making all-star games. He won't be the high-level MVP that, you know, that he has been. But
1: And all we're I mean, talking, I mean, let's make sure we're agreeing, in agreement on this. All we're talking about him bringing to the table is is money from ticket sales and jersey sales and all that. Oh, kind of, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, I, unless you're like the Warriors this past couple of years, that you have a couple of injuries and you get a top pick, but then you're right up to it because you're right back up to contending. There's uh, there's not a team that I can think of outside of the Warriors where you add LeBron James at what – how old will you be probably – what is he now, 37, 36?
0: Yeah, he's, uh, 37. So let's say
1: he's 40, 39-40 right. when this happens. Yeah, yeah, 39, 40. Putting a 39-40-year-old LeBron James on your team, I think what it does on the court for you is moves you back a few draft picks for the next season, uh, uh, which can be whatever. Uh, I, I'm not, again, I'm, I'm not a scout. Maybe LeBron James Jr. does will have value in the NBA at some point. Some capacity. It's not like he's just. He's just not gonna make any effect any on any team. But you think he could go number one overall for that reason that you get LeBron James for one year? I, like number one,
0: I guess it just depends on the class.
1: Yeah, I don't want you to. I don't want you to. It yeah. sounds like I'm kind of like, oh wow, I'm shocked and making yeah. you kind of rethink. it. I'm not. I'm
0: just. Yeah, no, no, no yeah. I think it depends on the class if a you know like if just if it's somebody that you just can't miss you know that that's like the perfect yeah place. exactly you have a, but if it's someone if it's like a team that that kind of has pieces but you know it, it it would just make sense that you're you know you need butts and seats you need uh people that you know people to come in you know come in and buy memorabilia buy jerseys etc if you're you Know a team lacking that I, it, I would take that risk, it depends. Like maybe, yeah, Is maybe it, like an o- OKC or something that has, yeah, like, exactly. You know, all those
1: picks. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, or, so. or maybe if you're the New York Knicks, the LA, well, he's on the Lakers now, but a team like the Lakers, the Knicks, that'd be perfect. Yeah, uh, be perfect. maybe if you're a team like that, well, that, that you could really maximize. Uh, I was actually going the other way thinking, um. If you're the Pelicans or the Magic or the Thunder, yeah. are you going to be able to keep that player for, for and re-sign him anyways, or are they just going to leave? Uh, does LeBron James, LeBron James coming to your team for one year, I think would bring LeBron James on the Pelicans would bring more to the Pelicans than LeBron James on the Knicks would bring to the Knicks. LeBron James on yeah. the Knicks would be bigger than you know. You know, going back to the Cowboys drafting Johnny Manziel. And, Johnny Manziel saying I don't think the world can handle that. He he to an extent right, although he was a bust, but he was the biggest name going to the biggest uh the team. Right. Yeah, LeBron James right. is bigger than life. I'm not saying he wouldn't I'm just saying for the Knicks to take LeBron James, they could say, you know, I think we'll pass. You know, we're still the New York Knicks.
0: Yeah. I I think the the, like the Pelicans
1: situation. or the yeah. Thunder, maybe I think, well, you know, what are we giving up here? Are we giving up a generational type player? Is there the, you know, the next LeBron James in that draft? Right. Or has it been the last couple of drafts where it's like, eh, you know, what are we doing? But no, if, you know, that's another thing I didn't think of that you're, your, point you're making is putting him on the Knicks. That's just That would be a, a huge story of him playing on the New York Knicks just in general, because the last couple of, free agencies that lebron james has kind of been uh, available yeah the knicks have always been right up there and you're thinking mm-hmm. you know uh, you're seeing memes and pictures with with photoshopped with lebron james in knickerbocker uniforms they still right. say that people still say it, knickerbocker yeah
0: i heard it i've heard it before so
1: yeah <laughs> the new york knickerbockers but still wearing uh, the uniform no it, it would be bigger than life but i'm the Knicks are kind of in, in the same sense as the Cowboys, Yankees, and Lakers, although they they've really only won a couple championships. Yeah, uh, but they're cool. in New York. Mm-hmm. Their their presence is so big that they they don't really think of themselves as in rebuilding like other teams. They're always kind of like we're a couple pieces away. We're gonna go sign big free agents. We have a big budget. Uh, it's not like we have to draft our players and make trades and, you know, we have a small window, you know, they've gone after it with, you know, name your thing, Carmelo Anthony. They've, they've had lots of superstars. Derek Rose threw yeah. in there and it's just hadn't worked Katie, out. Katie,
0: they had, they were in talks with Katie, Kyrie. Yeah. They're, you know, they're always in the mix. They just never really.
1: Yeah. You know. And that's why that my thinking was, do enough. you want to give, do you want to give their number one pick away essentially? Uh, to a, t- a player you could probably draft late in the second round if it wasn't for, you know, obviously if they don't draft him, somebody will. Right. He- he's not going to last that long. But are you going to give up that potential superstar for that, thinking you're, uh, you know, you're always in next next in line for uh, big free agents? And then, you know, I don't mean to pick on the Pelicans or, or New Orleans in general, but... I mean, look at their record. Chris Paul was there for quite a while, but then Anthony Davis leaves. Uh, Zion Williamson seems like he's got one That's foot out the player. door. Yeah. Uh, it's it's those situations where you're you're like, okay, we need those, but, but then again, uh, it may be the same thing. You you have to draft players. You can't you can't rely mm-hmm. on free agency. You have to draft players. So I don't know. There, there there's pros and cons against most teams, but I would tell you. Uh, as a fan of the Dallas Mavericks, I don't think I would want that. Assuming they, yeah. I mean, forget having the first pick. I mean, it's yeah. just Even yeah. if they had the, you know, 15th pick, you know, would you want to take that on? Now, yeah. maybe LeBron James Jr. plays pretty decent, and he's going to be a first-round pick anyway. But then, I, yeah. you know, I think that pushes him. More. You know, he definitely would be for the first overall pick. Yeah. But, you know, I've never been a big fan uh, of LeBron playing for our team, even when he, you know, before he made the decision, I was, uh, you know, we joked around where it showed the percentages and, and the Mavericks were at the bottom at 2% chance of getting LeBron yeah. James. And I'm like, I, I wasn't a big fan of that because I, you know, in, in, in terms of nothing against LeBron, but paying so much, somebody so much money to basically filling up your cap. Although yeah. it worked out great in Miami, even though Dallas ended up beating them, anyways, mm-hmm. But you know he's won championships in Miami, one in Cleveland, one in, in in Los Angeles. Yeah, but I just, you know, I'm more of a you know smart type of team. That maybe sound and really I and we grew and we're like in the
0: era where, you know, we watched one player stay their whole career. So it's like that's kind of what rubs me the wrong way about LeBron. I, I was a huge LeBron fan before the decision. Like, I had, you know, I had his jersey yeah. his rookie year. Um, and you know, I was gonna get like, you know, more jerseys, and it was just, it just rubbed me the wrong way because
1: it, it was the know, same. I mean, I, I understand it's
0: because the... we call co- we grew up, you know, Kobe, Dirk.
1: Yeah, dunk, it, it's uh,
0: you know, like those, those type of players. I always, you know, even I mean, this is kind of like my era, but like, you know, Michael Jordan, I always watched, you know. I watched like games and highlights and everything. Um, Magic Johnson's there at one team, um, you know, even like, you know, Patrick Ewing, David Robinson, like those type of players. So whenever uh, he did it. For it, it the
1: superstars, for sure. Yeah, I mean, super, yeah, the you superstars, have yeah. role players moving around all the time, but I, I right, think yeah. it read people the wrong way more because not only the way he did it with, you know, had big ego, making the decision, a, a hour long, Right. <laughs> TV. I'm gonna say TV program. I feel old yeah. using it, but an hour long yeah. show on TV just to t- say he's leaving Cleveland. But it's it's the super team building. I mean, the same thing with Kevin Durant. I loved Kevin Durant yeah. uh, until too. he moved on, and you know he's kind of whiny pants. And I'm not a Thunder fan, and, but yeah. it's just like stay with your team. Although they had a super team there, they were like I'm, I'm kind of comparing were, the yeah. Golden State Warriors before Kevin Durant went there. You look at them as a super team, but they drafted all those players. They didn't They didn't yeah. uh, get them all in free agency. And then uh, Giannis is the same way. He's staying with this team, and I really like Giannis. And he's yeah. up there in the, you know, I know LeBron James just isn't, you're talking about best player in the league. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, all-time territory. And, you know, oh, maybe yeah. Giannis will be there uh, if he can stay in the best player in the league year after year category yeah. for a long time. But right now Giannis is still in that conversation. And Mm -hmm. he kind of bucks the trend when everybody else is leaving your small market team, you know, LeBron left Cleveland. He uh, is in Milwaukee. Uh, Anthony Davis left new Orleans. You're a superstar in a small market team who hasn't won a championship yet. And he stays Mm -hmm. and it's different. Yeah. Dirk won the championship. Dirk's different level. Uh, He stayed with the Mavericks. I mean, I know before they won the championship, he was offered lots and lots of money, but that was, Again, different. Still, you're kind of in that era where you don't go and build super teams. Yeah. Uh, and although Lakers and Celtics kind of kinda did, them. but they were super teams. Of, they weren't in their prime. You know, they were they were yeah. getting older players. Uh, but once Dirk won the championship, he realized, you know, eventually, I'm just gonna I'm gonna be a, a godlike in Dallas. I've already won my championship. I don't have to go find another one. He's
0: probably the most loved, if not. I mean, he's definitely top three most loved like Dallas athletes.
1: No, no, fine, uh, all time maybe athletes. number yeah, all time. Uh, I athlete. mean, not that everybody thinks Dirk is their favorite player, but just look at his reputation. Go ask a Lakers fan, a Spurs fan, a my even a Miami Heat fan. What do they think about Dirk? Can you find somebody who's going to say anything negative about Dirk? Nah, like I, I there's. Uh, the only oh, negative okay. thing I've heard about him ever was that he was soft before they won the he championship. But it, yeah. nothing, you know, attacking his personality or anything. Uh, uh, no, yeah. Dirk. He like he had.
0: I mean, the, the the street that the arena's on is like is named after him. Like it's whiskey Way. So like, and and, and he's the only part. He's the only one uh, in Mavs history that's gonna have the statue. Um,
1: well, you know, maybe, give it, maybe yeah, give it twenty years. It depends if yeah, Luca yeah, leaves but, yeah, or not.
0: Down the line, but like <laughs> as of right now, like, you know, he's gonna have he's gonna be the only one with a statue. You say that. Let's say if
1: Luca goes to the Lakers, that doesn't happen, you know, here in a few years. But... Yeah, I and I'm and
0: I'm scared for that. You know, that's that's a whole other conversation. That... But like I'm scared for that because, you know, it's like Mark Cuban's not even even though I mean Spencer Dinwiddie, he's he's catching on, but that like it's Spencer Dinwiddie, you know, it's not like another true star, but you know, we we can talk about that another time, but. um, And
1: going back to Dirk uh, naming the road after Dirk there in downtown Dallas, that's something I'm usually against Mm -hmm. uh, naming anything after celebrities or people who are still alive. Right. Because obviously you never know. I mean, things with how admired was Bill Cosby before right. all that happened uh yeah you sure. you never know what of course nobody can imagine that something like that coming out about Dirk, but you you never do you never imagine that about other players i mean
0: people probably thought about that about you know about bill cosby you know he was a family of the family everyone's tv dad you know? yeah i wonder what yeah.
1: uh i wonder there's got to be something that was named after bill cosby has to be, yeah. There's, there's got to be somewhere, yeah. yeah where, uh, I think it's from Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh yeah, see, yeah, Philadelphia has it right. They, they do statues after imaginary, fictional characters, <laughs> right? Uh, which actually makes sense. I can make Rocky do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, moving sure. on past the NBA, uh, we have to talk about. The, the, we're going to get the, in the talk about Russia and Ukraine, but we're going to talk more about uh, Russia in the sports arena. Uh, well, no pun intended, the sports take on the Russian situation. Because we all know, we we talked about it on the show, about Russia in the Winter Olympics, they had to be named the Russian Olympic Committee because they were banned for using different enhancement drugs. Right. And even we talked about then the figure skater for the Russian Olympic Committee tested positive. But now... There are more sanctions going against Russia and their sports uh, national teams. I guess you'd still call it a national team in Russia.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, FIFA has announced sanctions against Russia that include uh, playing their home games on neutral sites outside of Russia with no fans. And I guess these are just FIFA sanction. See, I'm not huge on international soccer. I don't know what games... Uh, that are FIFA-sanctioned, I guess just World Cup qualifiers and then World Cup in general, I don't know. Uh, World Cups and Qatar, which is actually this year. I thought it was next year, but it's coming up this year. And uh, so obviously there aren't any games there, but you have uh, qualifying matches. Yeah. But yeah, no home games uh, except on neutral sites and no fans. They have to compete under the name Football Union of Russia, or FUR. Uh, which, I, why are you, like. <laughs> I don't get it. I'm like, I'm, I, I don't understand either. Yeah. It's it's like banning. Okay, go back to SMU in the days of death penalty. All right, y'all can't, SMU cannot have a team, but y'all can be called the Southern Methodist Football Club or something. Yeah, like, why, I, I'm sure there are l- rules and laws, and uh, or I guess not laws, just rules in general that you can't ban teams for, you know. Uh, just completely from competing. I'm not sure, but yeah, no, just change your name. Uh, but, I, but I agree with, they can't host any home games because that obviously, you know, brings, uh, brings a lot of pride and obviously money into the economy. Uh, no fans out, you know, that's a good way to, to punish them. Although, you know, we're looking back on this, it's m- mostly going up to Russian, Russia's military and their government, because a lot of uh, Russian citizens and even athletes like Alex, uh, Ovech, Ovechkin, I can never pronounce his name right. Yeah, uh, yeah, ha- has come out against Putin. And again, we're not going to get into a lot of politics here, we're just going to stick with sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, you're punishing a lot uh, of people who, in general, you know, they had to, you know, Russia's citizens didn't necessarily have anything to do with it, but again, they're not going to have any fans there, and that debt that, that will affect their team. Uh, I don't know that competing under again under another name is going to affect anything, but I, it's embarrassing. It's funny to talk about. And then yeah. I thought this was good: no anthem and no flags. Yeah. Uh, in their I games, mean, which again, that really affects the players. Uh, I guess watching it uh, on TV, your your fans might not like it. I don't know how it is in other countries. I guess sports and the national anthem here in America has just gotten to be a drag. Uh, with the politics involved over the last few years, where yeah. I'm fine if they don't even televise the national anthem. Uh, yeah. uh, so watching the World Cup, if I don't hear the the American national anthem, it' okay, whatever. But it, it may be a big deal in other countries because I know, know lifestyle is completely different. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it, do you just go ahead and ban the Russian team, all in, the national team in general? Like what's your take on this? Like, are these sanctions? Do they really do anything?
0: Um, I, I, it's like confusing to me. It's, it's like I'm not sh- I'm not really sure if that does anything.
1: Obviously, not playing uh, games on your home field. Uh, yeah, you're taking like, yeah, home yeah, field I, advantage I, away. You know, no fans. Uh, they have to. I'm guessing any games they were going to have there now they're traveling somewhere else. So you have the competition there. Um, Russia in general is not a big powerhouse in soccer. So
0: that's what, and that's what I was thinking. Like I was, I was trying to like, it in my head is like, okay, that would be like, so if, if the U S was banned from basketball, like that would be a huge deal. mm -hmm. But like, you know, Russia being such a, I was trying to think they they're not really like great, at soccer, let. I mean, so I let's I really...
1: say uh, I I don't know how passionate their fans are. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Let's try to compare it levelly. I don't know how they compare to the U.S. in soccer. Uh, I would yeah, think close to the same. Maybe Russia makes it a little bit further. I have I have absolutely no clue. So if you're if you're a soccer fan on here, and uh, you know you want to complain, yeah, go ahead and comment and, and educate us. I would definitely like to be corrected right. if I'm saying something wrong. <laughs> but let's say the U.S. did something. Politically, and uh, I don't know, we start a war with Canada or whatever, but let's say we do something, you know, ban mm-hmm. something, you know, it's the newest thing to cancel culture to, to take the All Star game or whatever out of a certain place. Let's mm-hmm. say we do that and FIFA doesn't like it and they say, okay, there's no games in the US, no fans, you can't do your national anthem, you have to be the uh, football union of America. does does anybody care besides your hardcore few soccer fans in america like i think if we did something that bad uh we would be so uh, split down the middle and divisive over whatever that political issue was that people probably wouldn't care about soccer in general
0: exactly uh in the u.s is i'm not sure how it is in other countries but like the u.s is very divide like you know like if something happens then you know it's usually kind of split down the middle maybe it's probably maybe like 60 40 you know split down the middle but um i don't know man like it's that's
1: like i think it was probably a bigger deal whatever i don't know what the sanctions were uh in the case of the winter olympics i just remember seeing russian olympic committee and and doing my own research but i would Mm -hmm. think that the sanctions they leveled uh, against them in the Olympics were probably a bigger deal because you would think Russia would have more involvement and interest in the winter Olympics than soccer or football. Yeah.
0: yeah, And I think the, they had um, banned them from ice hockey as well. So, I mean, that probably took that. That's, probably was like, no, that's yeah. a big
1: deal. We all know about yeah uh, they, ice hockey yeah. in Russia, especially when they have the Soviet unions and America yeah. Yeah. Uh, beating them. So, <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I, we bring the subject up on here uh, mostly. This one's more for comical reasons. I know most of mm-hmm. our listeners, there are 100 stories, sports stories we could talk about before we talked about Russia being, you know, another country halfway across the world. Uh, I guess depends how you look on it. They're only a few hundred miles away from Alaska. So really, right. but uh, a whole, another country far away playing a sport that ranks no higher than fifth. In America. So it is what it is. But yeah, I, we talk about more uh, comical, true. like that's okay, true. now it's the second time you're getting your name changed for this reason. And I guess now I'm gonna keep an eye out for what Russia what Russia does in the upcoming World Cup, assuming yeah. they qualify. I'm I'm not even sure. Yeah. I, 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 I promise we'll, to bring all better information yeah. on that. <laughs> right, yeah.
0: We'll just have to see. Uh it's it's, it's just weird though. It's like a you know every time i look it's, you know something new is going on and i'm i'm just i'm kind of kind of lost i'm trying to catch up but um it's, it's a, definitely a weird situation crazy situation
1: yeah i mean i wonder if russia and ukraine will play the world cup qualifying okay. if russia and ukraine both uh qualify they should put them in the same group you, that you think be they would have time to play uh, i mean i i don't think
0: I don't yeah, think I don't there's think. a beef
1: there. I, uh, I'm yeah. sure Ukraine obviously has a beef, but I'm sure the the Russian players don't agree with what's going on. They, you know, if they did or came out for it, yeah, they probably right, would right, be yeah. banned. Right. In general, yeah. again, we're not going to get political here, but I'm pretty sure it's unanimous where we all stand. And right. I know, yeah. I know, uh, politics in general in the U.S. U.S. is uniquely political, um, as much as we like to. To draw people apart, that's uniquely American. Uh, you you study international politics, and they don't they don't get like that. I know we're we're trying to blame each other for something that's happened that America is not even invo- necessarily involved in, but really, we all know <laughs> nobody's for Russian unless you're in the Russian military or Putin. I, I think right. you know uh, you're a very very slim minority if you aren't. Uh, On Ukraine's side. And trust me, not many things, like I just said, in America, most people can agree on. And yeah, we're trying to put blame on someone else. But Republican, Democrat, we all agree, you know, Russia's definitely in the wrong here. But, you know, I guess we just got our podcast banned in Russia. So there you go. (laughs) Oh, man, that's tough. (laughs) Yeah. No. Um, If we weren't banned, they would stop listening now that we're going to talk about American football. But uh, NFL free agency is coming up here in a couple of weeks. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot of possibilities in terms of quarterbacks that could be making uh, or could be in free agency and available. Most maybe not. But you like to talk about it. And, you know, there's a lot of drama involved. Obviously, number one name on everyone's list right now, top of mind, is Aaron Rodgers. Now, right. in my opinion, I think he's I don't think he's gonna get to free agency because the situation the Packers have, they can trade him, they can resign him, they can uh he can retire, they can cut him. Uh but there's only one option there that really helps the Packers.
0: Yeah. Um I think I've been going back and forth. I I've been thinking he's gonna stay. Um I don't know, it, it, like, it's just weird not seeing him in that jersey, but I said the same thing about Tom Brady, so, you know, I can't, I don't know, but I, I'm leaning towards him staying. Um, I've also leaned towards him going to Denver. I don't know why, like, Denver's, I feel like they're just, like, a quarterback away, and I feel like they'll try to make a push for him, but, you know, those are really the only two options that
1: I have really thought about. Obviously, he... Oh, sorry if you all hear a dog barking. There is a dog barking right at the door. I'm trying to eliminate that. But uh, I, I agree with you. I think I think he's probably going to end up playing for the Broncos. I think there's some chance some people look at him going to play for the Buccaneers, just kind of slipping right in there where Tom Brady right. uh, left yeah. off. Uh, yeah, the Broncos have a good, a, a good team put around them that I agree is only a few players away and mainly a quarterback uh, away. It would be hard for the Packers to keep him with their uh, the cap situation. They would have to re-sign him or redo his contract to make it worth cap-wise. Uh, I don't think he's going to retire. Um, but again, uh, re-signing him, they, they're just pushing it off further and further. And I, I think Aaron Rodgers is is done with Green Bay. He's kind of come back on his comments saying, no, it, it's in the air. I don't know what to do. But I think a lot of that is just getting – hated on for, you know, vaccination opinions. Uh, there's a lot of stuff he's been hated on this year more than, you know, more than in the past. And I think he's like, I'm just going to, you know, keep my mouth shut. And I'm not, I'm not really uh, going to make that decision until I made that decision. And really I think it's the Packers making the decision to trade him is what he's waiting on. Uh, and I think that's the only only thing that makes sense for the Packers. You have Jordan Love, who you drafted in the first round, which, you know, say what you want. Maybe he's not painting out. But to keep Aaron Rodgers, you're going to have to keep him for a few more years, at least cap-wise, keep him for a few. Even if he plays one more year and retires, you still have his contract uh, on the books for a few more years. And it's there's only a few places he could be traded to. And I think everybody's willing to give up first pick. So you can get Jordan Love and maybe, I don't know how the cap's going to work out. You trade Aaron Rodgers, maybe deal with some of his cap this year. But you're mm-hmm. about to have to decide something on Jordan Love. And uh, you'd be in the situation like with the Cowboys were with Dak. A lot of people say, well, you have to get something done while you're on that rookie contract. But you never were because you had Romo's contract the entire time. Okay. And you mm-hmm. don't want the same situation with yeah. uh, uh, with the Packers.
0: Yeah, um, that's that's just crazy though. I, I like I just it's a lot that goes into it though. You know, as far as like you know, like that type of contract stuff and and the fact that Jordan Love is a panning out that doesn't really <laughs> that doesn't really help out. Not granted, he hasn't really had too much time, but from the time that I've you know watched him, it's nothing really popped out to me. Like, oh wow, like, that's a that's a franchise quarterback, and you know it's. That's just a weird situation, but um, I definitely agree on everything you said.
1: Yeah, how can you how can you have a a quarterback of this magnitude, an all-time great quarterback, and screw mm-hmm. it up and not be able to keep him? And, of course, they have the exactly. history of that, drafting Aaron Rodgers before Brett Favre was done. I think they're just deathly afraid to not have a quarterback that they're going to go ahead and draft before the other one's ready, When mm-hmm. which kind of makes sense. But then you have Aaron Rodgers saying, hey – I still need players to help me now. Yeah. Like, can you draft players to help me now? Which, which, rightfully mm-hmm. so. I'm not a big Aaron Rodgers fan, but it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Packers uh, handled this well at all, and now they're just in a bad situation where they need Aaron Rodgers to help them out to be able to keep them. And they're not in a situation where they can help out. Um, yeah. Another quarterback, uh, quarterback that we could be seeing move for sort of the same reasons, con- contractual. Reasons is Kirk Cousins. Uh, the Vikings have Kirk Cousins coming into his final year of a two year extension. The, the problem is, like Kirk Cousins or not, you know, I think he's you know kind of in that Romo echelons, pretty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Romo's a little more talented or, or you know, maybe had a better team around him, but uh, yeah, but you're kind of talking about a, a bus rider, quarterback, a bus driver, quarterback. That's yeah. kind of middle of the road. He's had good games. He's, took him to, he's taken them pretty far, uh, although Case Keenum took him further in the playoffs mm-hmm. that one year. But his cap hits $45 million this year. Jeez. It's radi- that's more than it's all, the Dak it's Prescott. All it's more than Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah. Did he sign a fully guaranteed contract or something like that?
1: Well, that's the other issue. It's going to be hard for them Jeez. to trade him because he has a $35 million guarantee.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Yeah,
1: uh, and I realize you know the
0: yeah.
1: Vikings are going to take a hit regardless of mm-hmm. that. Uh, they're going to have to help some team out if they're re- ready to trade him. But obviously, you have the option you trade him, which is going to be hard. Uh, you cut them. Uh, you can take this as a okay. Well, we're we're going to take this uh, as a rebuilding year, so cap's not really going to matter, which which I don't think they're doing. Because they're not that far away. It's not like the Lions or the Jaguars. Or, you know, It didn't seem like they were that far away, uh, being just outside the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, you could extend them again and try to stretch out money even further, but you're really just pushing, you know, re- redoing that contract, just pushing away or pushing off that problem. Mm-hmm. Or you could just let him play out the last year and move in part ways and just move
0: forward. Uh, I think it's probably best. That, I think that's probably the best option for them to just
1: yeah to say okay, we have a decent this, team. Yeah. Let's let's go at it. Hopefully, we can hit in the draft and get some good players this year and maybe make a run. Mm-hmm. But then after this year, yep. we're, we're we're done with it. We're clean with it. We'll we'll work something out with a new quarterback. And move
0: forward. Yeah, that's uh, so what that's what I would do. Because I mean, he's not the worst, and I and at this point. They're not gonna really you know they're not gonna find a, a quarterback better than Kirk Cousins unless I mean unless they just get Aaron Rodgers, but that's that's like impossible. I don't I don't think that'll happen.
1: Not not with their the cap situation this year. I mean yeah, Aaron Rodgers exactly. is moving this year. Um trading him whatever, your cap hit's still gonna still gonna be ridiculous exactly. on on Kirk Cousins and then you're just adding that to ridiculous uh, cap hit with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't I think, think that's possible. Be. I think if you want to move on from him this year, your options, your best options, because you're assuming assuming you're going for it this year, you're not you know, biting the bullet this year and going all out next year, If Carson Wentz as a viable option. <laughs> um, a <laughs> couple of quarterbacks high. we'll talk about here in a minute. Uh, Kyler Murray maybe, which I don't think so. Russell Wilson. They're not really in the sweepstakes for Russell Wilson either. Yeah,
0: I I would just stick it out with Kirk because I mean, I mean, he got into the Pro Bowl, you know, very unconventionally. I mean, but he got there. So I
1: mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in a, a situation point point where, where he's point not point. gonna. I don't think he's gonna carry your team, but you have the right team around them, which they have a decent team. Uh, you're changing coaches, so who, who knows? It may be a little bit. They had a a Jason Garrett type. Uh, I guess you would call boring coach, old school mind coach, and now you're getting a new coach. Uh, Again, hit on the draft. Obviously, you can't do much in free agency with a $45 million quarterback. And then maybe it works if it doesn't. Well, now you can start off fresh. Go sign whoever, you know, who's going to be available next year. You never know. Uh, But, yeah, I think that's the most likely situation. I mean, I think that they almost have no choice unless they can find a suitor to trade for him. Uh, but I don't think that's that'll happen in the offseason. It would be more uh, you have a team. Like, uh, I don't even think the the Rams could handle it, the contract. But a team like that where they're set to win a Super Bowl and their quarterback goes down
0: mm-hmm. and you have to
1: trade uh, uh, for a decent quarterback, that, that may be the only way the Vikings can get rid of them uh, before the end of next yeah. year. Yeah. And you have uh, Kyler Murray. Uh, we all know big, big story a couple of weeks ago deleting the – cardinals off of his social media accounts uh which which is weird i guess that's the new thing now it's yeah like, i don't I know still i still follow some here. of i still follow social media accounts from previous employers i worked at so it's uh it, it's kind of weird you're like i didn't think he was disgruntled there and then you hear things about him not being a great leader oh, him complaining him. a lot yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. but now we have story coming out uh, today at the time of this recording that his agent and him sent sent a contract proposal over to the Cardinals like oh, no we want to play for the Cardinals here here here's what we what we're proposing which is kind of weird normally you talk about negotiations first they're just sending a proposal over which now it, it seems like okay so you just did all that to, to make us worry to extend you to give you a better con- a new new contract and that didn't really work out like you thought. So now you're sending over the contract proposal. Yeah. And, and I think Kyler uh, Rory's not in a bad position at all with the Cardinals. Uh, they, they have a good team. They have a – They were number I,
0: I, one the whole year pretty much. Yeah, and
1: I, uh, it's a situation we just have to learn to finish because obviously they did terrible in the last few weeks and then did bad. Uh, didn't do great in the playoffs either. Like anytime you have a playoff team there, why not, why not, stick it out? You know, I I can't imagine it being terrible unless you just don't like living in Arizona or in Phoenix. But you've played in the the league for a few years. You're kind of on that that border of almost being an elite quarterback. You you have the talent, you have the numbers, but it's kind of like your attitude, your work ethic, and finishing uh, late in the year in the playoffs. Okay, that's that's your, and, yeah. your thing. yeah. And he didn't really play. He didn't really
0: play well at the end of the year. Like he, ever, ever since um DeAndre Hopkins went down, he was very average. So I, I'm not really sure. And he, you know, he's in the letter that he or his agent put out. He was saying how he wants a commitment, and I'm like, I, I'm just maybe from the outside looking in. You know, we're in Dallas. We have more knowledge about it. I'm not really sure what's going on, but, you know, from the outside looking in, it looks like, oh, his best receiver went down and he was terrible and he was really bad in the playoffs. Which is, is was a good
1: evil. reason. You don't want to call excuses, yeah, yeah, but true. it was a factor. Yeah. But the, the same, the same token is, yeah, you're looking for a and new contract. Pro Bowl. Exactly. <laughs> like, new Pro Bowl. Yeah. Uh, you're looking for a new contract. And then are you going to look at it as, Hey, I didn't have a good year my receiver went down or a good ending a good finish or are they going to look at it as like well you're a good quarterback you should do this you're regardless the of the receiver yeah you should you know we can talk about winning games and when you're talking about your numbers hurting uh because you, your receiver went down you can only do so much i mean right it's not like the cardinal it's not like he was playing you know a couple of, uh, covid year when the broncos played with a uh, a practice squad receiver as quarterback because all their quarterbacks oh, yeah. got COVID, it's not like uh, that was a receiving situation for the Cardinals uh, that they okay. Well, we just have uh, practice squad receivers to throw to. It's like yeah, your star receiver went down. That happens. Your numbers should dip, but you just you couldn't figure out anything. And then you have Colt McCoy come in here when you're hurt, and he had success and won. Yeah. I think he won. He went two and one, or he at least won one game. And he, and they lost to the Packers, but they competed with the Packers.
0: Yeah, with Colt hey, McCoy. Did Kyler start the game? They lost to the Lions. Um, I sort of,
1: huh? off the top of my head, I'm not sure. I want to say he yeah. did because that was near. Yeah, he did. That was last he, co- yeah, last couple of weeks. Yeah, that uh, was the.
0: I, I think that was. I'm not sure if that was the game after or a couple games after, but you know that's kind of. I feel like that's inexcusable as a star quarterback, as a quarterback that wants – however many millions of dollars out. He, he's probably so, looking at the, the deck range and, and um, if
1: his contract was about to be up it is what it is you you say okay contracts up here's my field of work this is what i think i should get paid y'all have to make a decision now but he still has two years left on his contract or well i yeah. guess one year and then if they pick up the other year but uh, after three years typically his rookie contract would have two more years on it I don't think he's in a position to hold out. If that's his plan, I'm no. not sure. It looks like it might be. I yeah. But this, this isn't the season you <laughs> decide, hey, I need yeah, a new this contract. Season, yeah. uh, even if even if the Cardinals are willing to give you a contract, I think you have a, a worse chance of doing it, a worse chance of getting your money after this. Uh, just like going back to the DAT contract. Uh, the previous year, before he signed for $40 million, the asking price was 31, and the Cowboys didn't want to go for it he has a good year or well, he got hurt, but he was having, he had padded his stats uh, mostly because the Cowboys were down those first few games. And now his number went up to 40, even, even with the injury. So you gotta, you know, it's like stocks You you buy low, sell high. And you know, that's great. You should always be looking at your next contract. I believe that if that's your money's your motivator, uh, great. And you know, that's why we all do everything is for money. It's it's Mm -hmm. to live. Uh, but to start pulling things like uh, pulling drama about deleting social media posts. And, you know, I'm all for any, anybody wanting to go negotiate their contract whenever exactly me too. Uh, But it sounds like if he didn't get a new contract, he might hold out.
0: Yeah. And I, I'm all for getting your money or whatever. I could see if he was, if they finished strong and then they kind of made a push in the playoffs, he, he kept up his, you know, level of play, but, like if you just you know kind of really look at his career so far he hasn't really done anything you know so it's i mean he made a pro bowl or i think he he made two pro bowls i'm not mistaken but like okay that's cool but as far as like you wanted wanting Then you'd have to check 10, he did five. he get
1: voted in for a pro bowl or was he replacement because uh, there's a lot of those because you're talking about okay tom yeah, brady didn't Kirk go to the pro bowl him. uh or Kyler Murray, and is what and I'm and talking I just about.
0: Think it says like you know on his Wikipedia page or whatever, you know it'll say. Yeah, Pro Yeah,
1: it'll Bowl. say Pro Bowls. There's yeah. somewhere I don't know where, but they keep a stat yeah, of where you were a replacement Pro Bowl or not. But in general, yeah, when it's yeah. all said and yeah. done, they'll he say he made whatever too, Pro so, Bowls. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, but I just don't see it. I agree. I I think when push comes to shove, I don't think he'll hold out. But he has, you know. The league is set up where he could do it. Why not? I don't think the Cardinals are in a position to say, okay, we'll go without you. Uh, because yeah. they're obviously contenders. And you, with, with salary caps the way there are, they are, uh, every team is in a, in a bubble or in a window. They're in a, a window to, you know, however long they have until this contract runs out or this contract is going to be a lot of money or this contract is going to be a big percentage of our cap. And although some teams are really good at managing it or, or maybe not managing it, but they're still able to be good year after year and be contending every year. Uh, mm-hmm. Not every team can do that, especially the Cardinals. They haven't been known to do it. They'll go in little spurts of four or five-year runs, and then they'll be bad for a few years. Uh, and a team like the Cardinals, I think they'll give in if if Kyler Murray wants to hold out.
0: Yeah. So I guess we'll see. that's.
1: And the last, know. the last player, uh, which a lot's kind of been figured out with him. There's not a lot to talk about Russell Wilson. Really? He, he wants an extension. He's looking for an extension. And I think he's just going to wait and see what the Seahawks do in the off season. Um, I, I don't think you know, obviously his contract's not up. He's not going to be in free agency. If he moves, it'll be with a trade. And, uh, and the Seahawks are set to get quite a few picks back for him. But, you know, I, this will be a situation if he moves. It will be later in the offseason. Uh, and if if the Seahawks can put a, uh, together a good roster, uh, he's going to make his decision then. And uh, I'm not sure how that's going to go. I think it, it's in the best interest of the Seahawks to trade him and get the picks back because they are not the team they used to be. Uh, it, yeah, it, 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 it even with Russell Wilson, I know he's injured last year, but he played decent in some of his games they're they're not a good team and even if you keep Russell Wilson, I'm not sure there's a lot they can do with their cap situation and free agency uh, or draft wise to be able to to be uh, not only obviously not a favorite in your own division, you know one of the hardest divisions in football where the other three teams all made the playoffs and won a Super Bowl. And you're competing against with those. I think it's better just like let's take a step back, let the Rams go. The Rams are going to be in cap hell pretty soon. They have no draft picks. I, I would say, let, let, you know, let's let off the throttle. Let everybody work their issues out while we go trade this guy, get three first-round picks for him, uh, and then rebuild this. And then in a few years we can really go at it rather than just trying to struggle along to keep him and then possibly lose him uh, to free agency or retirement anyways in a couple of years. Or possibly, mm-hmm. okay, you can trade him next year, the year after, but his, his value goes down. Because I think you could get three first-round picks for him right now. Yeah. I probably, and you'll have teams have, willing to do it right now, multiple.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think he probably – he can go for at least two. And it's – um that Seattle situation is kind of crazy to me because I feel like they have a lot of talent. Or if I'm – am I, like, mistaken? I know they have a really good – they have really good receivers. They got – you know some pieces on defense. I, it's just I'm not really sure what's what's going on there. But I mean, Russell Wilson's. I I think he's worth whatever he he wants. Honestly, he's he's a, a really good quarterback. He ha, he's had a down year or two, um, but and there know, and there's
1: a long list of teams uh, that will take him. Yeah, uh, we'll lots be, lots I mean, of rumors, I mean, yeah, and yeah, be yeah. contenders and lots of uh, rumors because. They'll they'll risk it for him, because yeah. he's still he's still a good player. He's still a top caliber quarterback. Uh, I've heard he could go play for the Commanders. He could go play for the Eagles. He could go play for the Dolphins, the Raiders. Although the Raiders figured out that situation, uh, I think right now the favorite is Pittsburgh, which makes a lot of sense too, because yeah. Pittsburgh has a good team, um, and they're in a situation where hey, we could still win. We we have. You know, a pretty great, a pretty good defense. A young stud receiver, young stud defensive end, and let's throw a quarterback. You know, Russell Wilson. Let's just you know go back in time a few years where we're not we don't have a young quarterback, but we have a, a quarterback that can last. You know, for you know, play top level for three, four more years, and you can still go out and try before you just blow it all up and try to try to uh, or not really blow it all up, but but risk these young players in, in, in rookie contracts and try to go draft a quarterback and waste a few years, and then now you have to pay all these players to contend.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Pittsburgh's probably the uh, – I would love to see him in Pittsburgh. I'm not really sure how he handles the cold or whatever, but um, – He's from I, Wisconsin.
1: I well, I mean, he played college in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah so he, played, think... he played in Wisconsin, so he's probably – yeah. <laughs> he, he can and, at least and Washington handle it.
0: Yeah, Washington gets a little cold, too, so...
1: Oh, yeah, it I gets can, cold, I can, I can, and can, that rain, Yeah, it's rough. It, yeah. I can deal with the rain or cold, so, yeah. but not cold and rain.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's gross up there, but, yeah, I, I definitely... um, I would love to see him in Pittsburgh, uh, just to see, because, you know, they have pretty much all the pieces, and the fact that they made the playoffs with Ben Roethlisberger, um, yeah. Yeah, that says a lot, so...
1: Yeah, and moving on, we just have a couple more minutes, and, again, I... I prefaced this at the beginning of the show. We're going to mention the MLB lockout at the time of the recording it's the deadline to make a decision. The the self-imposed deadline, which is important to note. So, you know, this could change at any time. So that's why I'm saying we're not going to go real deep into it and talk about the ins and outs of it. But uh, it doesn't look like they're going to get a decision made with just a couple hours left. I mean, you have all year to go over this, and you get barely anything done. Um, I'm a big fan of deadlines, get deals done, but I, I don't think you know they're so far apart. Um, players for the last few years have you know have felt financially beat up, and they say the way the collective bargaining agreement is now, they the, the teams have too much power to keep them in the minors uh, for longer than they should, and. I get that. I understand this is one side of it. This is the player side of it, but as little information is coming out, it's it's a lot. It's a lot more damning towards the uh, towards uh, towards Major League Baseball and the owners, uh, apart from players and their players' association. It, it looks. It, it makes people want to be more on the player side because you know uh, the Braves came out or they news came out that Braves, which is a mid market baseball team. Made 104 million dollars um, last year, which everyone's trying to say, hey, we need to cut back because of COVID. We need to be making more money, which I understand. Mm-hmm. You had a short season, but when a mid team, you're not even talking about the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Dodgers. You're talking about mm-hmm. middle of the road Braves can make 100 something million dollars, and yeah. and I understand Ten the years. players. Yeah. The players make a lot of money, and I think the the Major League Baseball Players Association is one of the better. Uh, players associations with benefits wise they they do a good job of of not letting the league get away with a lot of stuff but I think they're too far apart and they say if they don't get a deal done today there's going to be uh, games are going to be canceled
0: yeah it's uh, it's it's like kind of a crazy situation and I, I feel like the owners are they're almost trying to break the players in a sense they're almost trying to like you know it's they care more about, um, like get making money than the the actual game. Like you know, and it's 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 actually sad, you know, because there's money to be made. Like you said, uh, Atlanta, uh, they profited hundred million, and you know, if you own a team, ten years, you know, that's a billion dollars right there. So it's like, I don't know. It's just I, I'm I'm always be on the player side as far as like them trying to get their money, in, um, situations like that, but. It's just
1: crazy. Yeah, and that's how I've kind of grown up thinking um, that there's not money in owning sports teams, but you know, there clearly mm-hmm. is. Uh, you can mm-hmm. take some of the bottom teams, like uh, maybe the Jacksonville Jaguars or maybe Cleveland Indians or something. I I don't know their financial situations, but it, it clearly you can make money in it if you do things the right way. And I don't know. They, it's a self-imposed deadline, so you're telling me if on Wednesday or Thursday they come to an agreement they're going to cancel games like no, i don't think so but i think it was just it was <laughs> right. just trying to to scare scare the, like, scare the players the into game to, game. To, to giving up Except more than they should game. maybe yeah. uh, i don't know but uh yeah that's all we're going to talk about that but real quick i wasn't planning on bringing this up but my phone just went off a little tidbit a little little more breaking news although by the time you hear this maybe not but uh art bryles you know he he was hired
0: oh yeah by Grambling
1: exactly. state yeah, he's not going to be their offensive coordinator uh, because uh, clearly it uh, makes sense. There's a lot of backlash over him being hired as a offensive coordinator of Grambling State Tigers. So that's uh, it says he won't. That's what the statement says. He's not going to make that. He's deciding to, to come back. But I'm, I'm sure uh, Grambling State was gave him that option of saying, hey, just just, you know, You can say you're not accepting the job now at this point. Uh, You know, just semantics to save face. But, you know, I I was kind of interested in, from a sports point of view. You know, obviously, whatever went on with him at Baylor, uh, I don't have an opinion on one way or – I mean, obviously, it was a bad deal. But, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, try to say he should or shouldn't play on other teams. I'm not going to really get into that in this situation because there's not a lot of was he involved in it, did he let it go, you know – I'm, I'm not clear on that whole situation, but I was interested to see what was going to happen at Grambling State with him as the offensive coordinator. Maybe his way back into college football, but clearly that's not the case.
0: Yeah, I don't think he'll... I don't think he'll ever probably coach in college football
1: again. I no, he was coaching for an East, East Texas high school team. Yeah, and I think he's probably... Think that's as, far I as think as probably go.
0: best. Yeah, I don't think he'll, you know, touch any... May, maybe, like he'll like catch on with, like a D two or something like that, or a small. Well, grandma's a small F- uh, FCS, so I don't know. I, I just I don't I don't see it. It's probably back to high school for him. But
1: yeah, um, or retirement. I'm yeah, not sure how old he is, but yeah, he's 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 up there in age. Yeah. Well, that does it for this episode of the Sports Page. Thank you for listening and being a Christ Geo member. I'm Ashton with Chris Rob.